It's not. And what you need to see, you know what the gospel is about? Can you, get, can you tell me what it's about? Jesus. Jesus. What is the common denominator in all of these things? It's Jesus. If someone says, wow, this is the gospel, you got to watch this. And it has nothing to do with Jesus. His sinless life, his atoning death, his victorious resurrection, his soon coming return. If it has nothing to do with any of those things, it's not the gospel. God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. Is that true? Yes, it is. Is it the gospel? No, it's not. Another thing Christians often get confused about is their testimony, sharing their testimony. God did this for me and he did it in my life and he could do the same for you. Is it true? Yes, it is. Should you share it? Yes, you should. Is it the gospel? No, it's not. The gospel is the sinless life, atoning death, victorious resurrection, soon coming return of Christ. And when Peter finishes sharing this message, he calls them towards faith in Christ. And the Holy Spirit pours out. Before he can even call them to repentance, before he can even give the altar call, they've believed in their heart and they've received Christ. It's this amazing stamp of approval that God puts on Gentile believers with the Holy Spirit poured out on them. He doesn't play just as I am for 40 minutes. You know, everybody come down. No, he's preaching and he's not even done talking and here comes the Holy Spirit. It's amazing. It's amazing. If we're going to be witnesses of the gospel, we must know what it is and we must share it. We must be witnesses. We must be witnesses to these facts. The third point for us today is that the gospel is not religion or a religion when Peter gets back to Jerusalem there's some people there who are very upset they're there tapping their foot waiting for Peter because Peter did something that was against their religion he did something that broke their tradition Peter went in and he ate with Gentiles and they're there to criticize Peter for what he did these were Jewish Christians that were still trapped in religion. They said, you're not allowed to go and eat with Gentiles, Peter. What are you doing? But did you know there's not a law that a Jew can't eat with a Gentile? That's not in God's law. That's not in God's law. That's a man-made tradition. And what had happened was God's good and holy and perfect law that people with the spirit of religion had taken God's law and twisted it into something it was never designed to be. They had added all of their rules, all of their regulations, all of their man-made traditions to it. Jesus said, you nullify the power of God by your traditions. Peter didn't break God's law, he broke their law. And what we need to know is that the, the enemy, the same spirit of the devil that, wants, that took God's good and holy and perfect law will also try to take the gospel and turn it into a list of do's and don'ts. We'll also try to take the gospel and turn it into a religion, which is man-made efforts to get close to God. The unfortunate truth is that we see it all throughout 
churches today that are full of religion, but they're not preaching the gospel. Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it has the power of God unto salvation. Religion cannot save you. Religion will not save you. Only believing in the gospel will produce salvation in your life. Salvation is only found through Jesus Christ and his grace. Man-made religion always leads to works-based righteousness which cannot save you. There's no amount of good works, there's no amount of charitable deeds, there's no amount of good things that you can do and check off the box that will save you. It's only through the grace of God. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, For by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Religion says work, 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 work. Do this, do this, do this, do this. That's religion. That's not the gospel. Religion says do this and God will love you. The gospel says God loves you no matter what you've done. Religion says we must work and climb our way up to God. The gospel teaches us that God has come down to us. Religion says to be good. The gospel says there is only one who is good, and that is God alone. Religion teaches salvation through your works. The gospel declares to us salvation through the finished work of Christ on the cross. Religion offers no assurance of salvation. The gospel offers to us full assurance of salvation and an eternity that is secure. Religion says work. The gospel says rest. Religion says do. The gospel says done. Religion, if I'm working for my salvation, my works are never completed. My works are never finished. My works are never enough. But the gospel declares to us that on the cross, Jesus said, it is finished. Amen. And this is the gospel. This is the glorious news. It is the best news the world has ever heard. That God came from heaven to earth, lived as a man without sin, died on the cross to save sinners, rose on the third day victorious, conquering Satan, conquering hell, conquering death, conquering the grave, that he has ascended to the right hand of the Father and that he is returning soon to judge the world, to fix what is broken, all of the issues, all of the problems, all of the things that plague humanity, all of the divisions will be brought together in Christ as we are united as one body for all eternity. This is the gospel, and this is the only message that has the power to save. And you and I are called by God to share this message. Right. 
If you have believed upon Jesus, you're called as a witness to share the gospel. This is how the gospel is spread. This is how lives are saved and changed and transformed. By God's people accepting the call of God on their life. You're not called by God to just warm a pew. You're not called by God to just put a little something in the offering. You're called to be a witness. You're called to be the light of the world, to be the salt of the earth, to share and to shine forth the glory of God. Peter had to move beyond where he was comfortable. What stops us a lot of times is we're not willing to step out into an uncomfortable situation. Well, if I start talking about Jesus, I mean, that's that's gonna get awkward. Yeah, it will. But so what? Have we been called to just live a cushy life? No, we're called to be witnesses for Jesus Christ, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. We've been entrusted with a message, the best news, the greatest news, that God won't even let the angels declare. But he's put it in your mouth. He's elevated you and I to a position even above the angelic host, giving us this awesome task and blessing of sharing this news, of announcing this news. But we got to step outside of where we're comfortable. We can't be worried about what other people are going to think about us. If Peter had allowed his tradition, allowed what other people would think about him, wasn't willing to be inconvenienced by this situation. But we got to get beyond all of that. You got to get beyond being inconvenienced. You got to get beyond opportunities being presented at a time that's convenient for you. You got to get beyond what people are going to think about you. You got to get beyond what your traditions are. To be a Christian is to be called as a witness. If you have believed in Jesus, you're called to share the gospel message. And as you do, you know what? Your life will be changed. Your life won't even look the same. Because God's work of transformation won't only come through you, it will also work in you. Have you believed the gospel? Have you believed in Jesus Christ? If not, why not? Today is the day of salvation. Turn to Christ today. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Have you received this forgiveness of sins? If not, what are you waiting for? Call out to God today and he will save you. And if you have believed the gospel, it's time to start sharing the good news about what Jesus has done. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you speak to us. Lord, we pray that by your spirit you would launch us out into who you've called us to be. You've called us to be witnesses. 
Lord, you haven't called us just to do an activity of witnessing, but you've called us to be the people who witness, to be witnesses. Help us to see that this is who we are. It's not just something we do. It's who we are. It's part of our identity in Christ that we witness for you, that we share the gospel. Lord, press the truths of the gospel, your sinless life, your atoning death, your victorious resurrection, your imminent return. Press them down deep into our hearts, Lord, that we would have such a confidence and assurance in the power of God and in the power of your gospel. And Lord, that we would see you save souls as we in our best that we can do give you what we've got and you bless it by your spirit and you do your part. Lord, we thank you for your work of the gospel in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm gonna invite you to stand with me. We're gonna sing one more song together of praise to our God.